Restaurants Unstoppable, episode 178. Are you ready for it factors, success stories, failures, and bombs of restaurant industry knowledge? Then, join Eric Cacciatore and today's incredible guest as they share what it takes to become unstoppable. Yo, what is going on, all you unstoppable restaurant professionals? This is Eric Cacciatore, and this is The podcast for personal growth in the restaurant industry and we've done it by listening to the stories and taking the advice from some of the industry's most successful restaurant professionals today's tuesday which means it's talking tuesday and i am summarizing a great book a book from a past guest on the show misty young from the squeeze in um she wrote this incredible book called rags to restaurants and misty was kind enough to send me a signed copy of her book and i finally got around to getting through it i read it about a month ago but uh just been so busy we're, we're finally putting together a summary of this book such an awesome book it really reminds me of ari Weinswag's uh from zingerman's his a series of books a lar- a lapsed anarchist's approach to uh, building a great business to being a great leader all those series of books in the sense that it's kind of written in short essay form like you can pick up misty's book rags to restaurants and take something away pick like just open up the book and look to any page in any section and it's like a little essay that you can read and be done in like i don't know five minutes or less just that two or three page burst of knowledge <laughs> but it, it just makes it really easy to read and you don't have to you don't get sucked into these long chapters which is nice but i am going to today uh just summarize the i'm gonna call it seven things you'll get out of this book and i'm being super aerial there's way more than seven things you'll get out of this book but the first thing you'll get is inspiration and motivation uh she tells her stories from how she goes from literally rags to riches, living on welfare, just becoming super successful, owning six restaurant locations, and now she's franchising. Uh, you also get a great sense on how to be hospitable, uh, and just loving and grateful and generous, and really, at the end of the day, that is what hospitality is all about. And I really do suggest you read this book, Rags to Restaurants, before you read Danny Meyer's book, setting the table because Dave's, he does a lot of talk about uh, the the importance of hospitality and uh, how to be you know enlightenedly or enlightened hospitality and how to just show hospitality to everyone you touch in every day but Misty does a great job at uh, teaching you how to be hospitable and how it starts with the, the person loving what you have being grateful for what you have uh, you know just the little things you can do every day to stop and reflect and just to to be happy and really I think just hospitality root comes from just having that love being happy and sharing that happiness and love with others um, and I know it sounds woo-woo and cheesy but uh, it's true that, that's what that's really what it comes down to. And then lastly, she shares the five irrefutable laws of restaurant success. And that's what the bulk of this book is, her sharing those those five laws. Uh, I would say about 60% of this book is 
you know, breaking down those laws. Uh, she does a great job breaking down those laws in, like I said, those little essays, little bursts. But we're not going to dive totally too deep into this, this every little aspect of this book because... I want you to get it for yourself, and I don't think Misty would be too happy if I gave all of her secrets away. But let's just start off with her backstory. The first takeaway of just getting inspired, um, she literally, uh, 17 years old, when she started her, I would say her adulthood, uh, she got married to her husband, Gary, and I think one of the themes in this book is just taking action. I'm not, I think I know one of the themes in this book is just taking action. And she does a great job of just using her life and how she took action just from being very, in the very beginning, like her, her, her life. 17 years old, she meets a guy, I think it was three weeks later or something, she's engaged. And six months later, she's married. And no, it's not because she got pregnant. She's very clear about that. She got married for love, not for pregnancy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's because she just takes action and she knows what she wants and she gets it. And she attracts what she wants in her life to her. Uh, and, I mean, it just that's just one of the many examples of how she does this. And, and in her book, you hear about how she um, discovers the squeeze-in when she's in an early uh, relationship with her husband, her now husband, and they just go to this beautiful place and just they instantly fall in love. Like she fell in love with her husband, she fell in love with this location. And she goes into the details of this location and why she loves it. And then from that day, she had it in her head. She didn't say, I want to open. She would, always, she would always talk with her husband about, oh, how, you know, how much we would love to one day, if we could do anything, we'd own a restaurant together. But they didn't just say a restaurant. They said the squeeze in, which is a huge takeaway. Because if you are specific about what you want and you take action, you can literally attract what you want uh, to you just by having... Uh, that object in your mind, like it, the means to attract what you want will come to you as long as you take action and you constantly work towards it. And that's exactly what happened in this book. Um, and she gets into the details of how she was on welfare and how she was a, a mother with multiple kids living in a house with other people sharing this you know, going, sharing all the space with so many people, going uh, to the grocery store, standing in line with their food stamps, and how she just overcame adversity uh, and just kept that focus of what she wanted uh, in her mind and just kept showing up every day, working on herself to be better, uh, affecting the people around her, just spreading positivity. And that's really what I got from this book is that if you just stay focused in Know what you want and are specific about what you want. So ask yourself right now, what do I want? Like, where do I want to be? What's my dream restaurant concept? Like, be specific, get focused, write it down, and just keep working. It took her years to get to the point where she owned her dream restaurant with her husband. But it was that consistency, that that drive that got her there. So the first takeaway... Um, like I said, you're going to get inspired, you're going to get motivated, and she's going to show you how to do it. The second takeaway, like I mentioned, was how to be more hospitable, how to be more loving, and how to be more grateful and generous. And she does a great job just, I mean, she's a very positive person. And she 
totally you'll you'll fall in love with her reading this book because of the love she has for other people but she teaches you how to have that love for other people and how to have gratitude in your own life and she'll give you lessons she'll break it down like little things you can do every day to remind yourself that you know if you want to attract greatness to you you need to first be grateful and have love for things because when you love things uh things love you back and opportunities happen and she just gives like little essays about how um, you can do little things in your life today to start attracting success to you by loving others and by being generous to others. Um, so a huge takeaway there just because I don't think we're grateful enough in our lives. Um, we don't uh, see how far we came. Like look at your restaurant if you own one right now. And um, maybe you're not happy. Maybe you fell out of love with your restaurant because you – you know, you had the dream, you held this restaurant on a pedestal, you captured your restaurant, you got what you wanted, and then reality struck. And all the things, all the little grinding things you have to do on a day-to-day basis, day in, day out, over and over again, it wears you down. And then before long, you realize, holy crap, I resent my restaurant. I don't want to be here anymore. This isn't what I dreamed it would be. And you just have enough. You, like, you want to be done. But you have to fall back in love with that original concept of, you know, this is why I'm doing it. And she'll help you do that. She devotes an entire chapter to, like, falling in love and, you know, reminding you about what it was that made you open a restaurant in the first place. And you have to reset yourself and do that. And um, I think for – we actually – you know, today's Tuesday. I'm recording this Tuesday. I'm about to publish this. It will take me a little bit. But I had an interview again with Misty yesterday on Monday. And that episode is going live this Thursday where we just talk about how to fall back in love with your restaurant. So do check that out. Totally worth it. Um, but, I mean, when you have that love and you're grateful and generous to – Everyone you, that surrounds you, it's its its essentially Danny Myers from Setting the Table, his philosophy on enlightened hospitality. It's not just being hospitable to your guests, but everyone. And when you just spread that positivity and that love and that generosity and warmth, it comes back to serve you and your efforts. Um, and that's really what you'll take away from the early part of this book That in that second takeaway from just... Uh, being hospitable, loving, grateful, and generous to your community and to all those who you touch. Awesome stuff. So the next five takeaways, takeaways three through seven, are actually the five irrefutable laws of success. And Misty covers these different laws of success, and I'll just uh, rattle them off real quick, and then we'll dive into each law. The first law is leadership, and then the second is the law of operations. Third, the law of financials. Fourth, the law of products and services. And lastly, the law of marketing. Kind of a no-brainer. Like, all these things are important. Leadership, operations, finance, product, service, marketing. Yeah, duh. You need all those things. But what Misty does in this book is she kind of... She breaks down each of those laws and what she's learned from all the reading she's done, from all the her life experiences, like how to be effective. And that's one of Misty's passions. Uh, one of the takeaways, and I should probably uh, start by saying we're going to talk about the first law of irrefutable success, and that's leadership. And um, one of the things that you need to be a good leader is to know your strengths. And um, Misty goes through what her weaknesses are, and she knows her strength. And her strength is being a visionary, and she loves to learn. 
Um, so if you're not the best line cook or the best server, if you can't remember a bunch of things or you're not the best at marketing, I mean, what is it that you're the best at? What are your strengths? And make that your job in your restaurant. Um, you have to do what you can do best and focus on that because uh, you're not doing your, your restaurant any justice if you're trying to be everything all the time. Um, and that's why systems are really important to leadership because if you – and Missy talks about how she was relentless with just constantly trying to implement systems, processes, procedures, protocols and get everything that was – you know that had an aspect of being important to the restaurant into an operations manual so she could automate those parts of the business. So then she could focus on what she does best, which is – being a visionary, steering the ship, and bringing uh, everybody on board to their destination. Um, and also just learning and sharing what she's learned. And really at the end of the day, what is a leader? And she quotes uh, one of her mentors, which is John Maxwell. And he says, A leader is simply an influencer. Nothing more, nothing less. So how can you influence the people in your restaurant? How can you lead? Well, first, just learn like Misty's done. Be hungry to learn, to figure out how to do things better, to always find ways to improve your restaurant and just influence people to be the best they can be. And then you might not be a great leader, but not everybody is a great leader, but everyone can become a better leader. And that's another quote from Maxwell that she shares in this book. So, um, I mean, this book is filled with little nuggets on how to be a better leader. Um, Like I said, I'm just staying aerial to get through the five... Laws. So just to summarize, first, you know, a good leader, you have to be a good leader. Um, and it starts with knowing your strengths and knowing where you're going and having a plan and then having the systems and processes in place, your tactics to uh, implement and execute your plan. A uh, big part of being a leader is having that vision, developing the plan, and executing those plans with your systems and processes. Uh, also, to automate it all, with the systems and processes so you can focus on what you do best. All right. The second irrefutable law of success is the law of operations. And essentially what this is, is just diving deeper into, uh, system, systemizing your business, uh, you know, procedures, checklists, protocols, any aspect of your business that you can put a system to or, or process to, you have to do it. Um, it really, what this does is it gets you to a point where everything becomes automated and you can work on your business and not in your business. And she gives you a bunch of examples or places to start checklists for you to, uh, get started today with, you know, what questions to ask yourself. And that's part of it too, is asking yourself questions. What can be doing better? Getting your associates involved and seeing what, uh, suggestions they might have. They might have, uh, an idea or a way to do something that's better than what you came up with and always be looking to improve. And then she also talks about the resources that exist today to get out there. Uh, like restaurantowner.com is one that I can think of that has an, a library and an archive of spreadsheets that have already been created and checklists that have been created that you can just plug into your restaurant. And then Misty has a bunch of resources at her website www.mistyyoung.com where she's gone through it and you can steal her 
uh, systems and processes and implement them into your restaurant. And the other thing too is just resources in general, like uh, products and services that exist today, uh, technology, which is essentially a system. Uh, a process that's been created to solve a specific problem that instead of going out and creating your own way to fix that problem, you can literally go out and spend some money to get a really tight system that you can never recreate on your own. Yeah, you have to pay for it, but odds are when you, or, or facts are, when you don't have tight systems and processes, uh, you're losing money. So you might be spending money, but you have to think about what the return on investment is and if that return on investment outweighs the money you would be losing if you didn't have such a tight system. Um, and then you can go to restaurantunstoppable.com slash tools, and I have a complete list of all the tools and services and products that my past guests have recommended that you can use in your business today. I mean, the, so that's three resources right there, mistyyoung.com, restaurant owner dot com and www.restaurantunstoppablebooyah.com for those tools that our guests or my guests are using in the resources that they've created in their archives as well. All right, moving on to the third law, and that law is the law of financials. Um, and I'll admit, <laughs> this isn't my strong point. I have a lot to learn, and I'm excited to learn more about the financial side of operating a restaurant, but I think that's kind of... Um, the majority of people in this industry, uh, we are the successful ones at least tend to be very people focused, socially focused, uh, aiming to please others, uh, desire to just make other people happy. Um, which means we're very socially intelligent and we aren't the most analytical people, which makes this side of being a successful restaurant operator challenging. So, uh, and Misty is one of those people too, where this isn't her strong suit. I mean, there's a ton of resources out there that help simplify the process of finance. One of them that's mentioned all the time is QuickBooks. Um, we have links to that in the show notes, um, and in my tools and resources. Another one that's been mentioned is compete, but use the tools, uh, that can help you put a, Again, the whole idea of using these tools to create systems and processes, that's what these that's what QuickBooks is. It creates a process for you to do your financing. But uh, moving on in this section of uh, this takeaway of finance, uh, Missy does a really good job of just breaking down the three most basic forms of restaurant financial reporting. And those three forms are uh, the profit and loss statement, the balance sheet, and the cash flow statement. I'm not going to dive into the specifics of this because uh, she does a really good job at just giving a, a very basic um, review of these different forms and these sheets that you can use to track the financials in your restaurant, but she dumbs it down in, in a really understandable way. Uh, I mean, she doesn't just tell you how to do it. She tells you the significance of why you need to measure these numbers because you, it's your, it's the, the rest, it's your restaurant's health. Essentially, like you can look at these numbers, and your numbers will tell you how you're doing and where you need to be focusing to maybe make better systems. And uh, it, it's like having your finger on the pulse of your restaurant. If you just do these, if you implement these three basic uh, forms or sheets, again, it's the uh, profit and loss sheet, the balance sheet, and the cash flow statement. All right, moving on to the fourth law, the fourth irrefutable law of restaurant success. 
and that is the law of product and service. And it states that our products must be reliable and we must diligently serve our customers and associates with courtesy, appreciation, respect, and kindness. I mean, a lot of people, you'll ask them uh, if they own a restaurant, what business are you in? Like, what are you selling? And they think that they sell food. And yeah, I mean, that is the hard product food, but really what you're selling is experiences. And this restaurant industry is one where there's so many different experiences going on. Whether it's the experience of just going through, tasting the, fu- the food, the, the visual experience of how it's presented. But really, um, the biggest one that really goes unnoticed and just is such a huge part of the overall experience is this, the social experience of how you uh, interact with one another and more importantly, how you interact with the people at the restaurant. Um, how you make them feel when they come to your restaurant. Misty has this thing she calls a gem, which is guest experience management. And uh, she trains her people how to be and act with her guests and how to be kind and show generosity. And it's not just showing that kindness and generosity with your guests, but it's also making a place, a culture, an environment where you work, uh, where your people are happy, the people that work for you are happy. If you extend happiness to them and kindness to them, it trickles down to your guests. And really, that's what you're selling is that experience, that social experience. And uh, she teaches uh, her tricks of the trade, how she leads, how she, uh, you know, the culture she has, uh, the, the culture she teaches her employees in the book. Um, so that's another great takeaway you'll get from reading this book, uh, her tricks of the trade, how she she establishes that culture and how she implements GEM. All right, the last and final uh, takeaway from this book, which is the fifth law of uh, irrefutable restaurant success, and that is the law of marketing. So I'd say like the last uh, 10% of this book is dedicated about 30 pages to Missy's approach on marketing. And um, some of the, the advice that she has is just that it's not – well, first of all, you need to be uh, – you need to have multimedia going on in your restaurant today. If you don't have uh, an updated website and if you're not on social platforms like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or whatever, Google+, Plus. Um, then you need to start doing something about that. And it's not enough just to be on these platforms, um, but you need to have a presence. And by presence, it's not about broadcasting like your specials every day or talking to people about what you're up to. Really, it's about engaging. There's a reason why it's social. And I feel like, I mean, I don't really need to talk about this today. It's it's almost common sense. And I, I know that by, by me saying this, it's not like, oh, wow, I mean, I need to engage with people. Like, I need to go and, and respond to their tweets or uh, comment on their pictures, on their Facebook pages. But really, I mean, it's scary how much we know that's what we have to do, but we never actually do it. Um, so um, a lot of her advice in this book is, yeah, you know, it's overwhelming to, to for all this extra work. Uh, but you don't have to be everywhere. I think what's really important to take away is you need to ask yourself, I mean, where are my guests like who's my target audience and where are they congregating uh find out where most of the people are that are you know your patrons and just be really active and get really good in that platform so if it's facebook then 
you know, really learn Facebook. If it's Twitter, then really know Twitter. Uh, but just get really good at it and own that space. And don't forget that it's it's not about letting other people know what you're doing. It's about being interested in what they're doing and making them feel special, like you care about them. And you should care about them. It shouldn't be work. You should want to know what these people are doing. That's the social... I mean, I mean that's what the restaurant industry is about. It's about connecting with other people and taking an interest in other people and making other people happy. Do that online. Um, and she gives us a few more tricks in there um, about the importance of websites. And that's another thing that's worth mentioning too. If you, I, I would hope that you have a website by now, but it's not enough just to have a website. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do on your website today. And I would say you should upgrade your website every minimum, every three years, because, um, it's just like getting a new paint job on the front of your building. I mean, things get tired looking, the paint peels, and people are going to look at that and know that you just don't keep up with, you know, appearance. And what does that say about the food and the cleanliness of your kitchen if you're not, you know, scrubbing, you know, getting your hands dirty to get that place looking fresh and clean? Uh, the same goes for your website, and it says a lot about you as a business. So, if you haven't updated your website in three years, really reconsider getting out there and investing in a product or a service. Some of the services I know of are uh, Restaurant Engines, Web Diner, uh, there's Happy Tables, there's uh, there's a whole bunch of them out there. Uh, shoot me an email if you have any questions about that. I know some of the people I can connect you with some of those folks. And I do have some affiliations out there too. So uh, if you think that your website is tired and it's time for an upgrade, please reach out to me um, so I can connect you with the right people and uh, get a commission on that. So I can keep this show going because we all know it's free and uh, you using my links really does help. So I guess that's all. I've wrapped up everything. Just to summarize the the takeaways from this book if you read this book you will get inspired from miss c's incredible journey her story of determinism and focus you will learn how to love and be grateful and generous in your business and then you'll learn the five irrefutable laws of success which are the law of leadership the law of operations the law of financials the law of product and service and the law of marketing and it's all jammed into short essays, 200 pages, 230 pages. It's an easy read, and you're going to fall in love with Misty and her advice. And there's some great resources that she shares with you um, right there in the book. And they're at mistyyoung.com. She has a bunch of spreadsheets, uh, visual aids, uh, things to get you going in the right direction. So if you haven't checked out this book, I highly suggest you do. All right, that is all I have for you. Head over to www.restaurantunstoppable.com slash rags to restaurants. I'll have links to the products and services I suggested in this book, uh, links to mistyyoung.com, uh, links to this book, and uh, some of the other things. Just a quick summary there for you. And, uh, you know, Misty mentions one of those laws being the law of operations. And, uh, I mean, one of the, my missions with this podcast is to find out what tools, what systems uh, people are using in their operation uh, to run a tighter operation. So if you are interested in checking out that list of recommendations from our past guest mentors, the tools that they're using to leverage 
uh, success in their businesses, check that out, www.restaurantunstoppable.com slash tools. Uh, all right, guys, that is all I have for you. Thanks for listening. Uh, do stay tuned for next Thursday, this upcoming Thursday. Two days from now, I have Misty Young coming back on the show for the second time to uh, be an authority. And we're going to be discussing how to fall in love or fall back in love with your restaurant. If you guys are experiencing what it's like to have the struggle to get tired of showing up every day to do the same job day in and day out, you need to listen to this one. Like always, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to the show, uh, taking our recommendations, reading the books I suggest you read, uh, and all that. I do appreciate your support. Until next time, peace out.